Right, gang? You like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring the Kardashians, of course, and Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Hello, the internet, and welcome to this episode of the Weekly Zeitgeist. Uh, these are some of our favorite segments from this week, all edited together into one uh, nonstop infotainment laugh extravaganza. Uh, yeah. So, without further ado, here is the Weekly Zeitgeist. But fuck all that, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's get to the guest today. Whatever. It's just a chaos-filled episode. Allow me to bring in the Advice King. The Mr. Cold Brew got me like uh, the foremost, I don't know, expert on YouTube and everything esoteric, (laughs) I feel like. You know what I mean? And also, are you running for office? Do I have that right? Oh, yes. Okay. Well, bring it in. uh, Future local politician, Chris Crofton! Oh, what's up? I You think I'm going to be crazy today? You're wrong. I'm a politician mm-hmm. now. That's right. I'm <laughs> going to be totally be normal used against talk me. about both sides. The sanest <laughs> Wait, career. What, are, what Wait, about Chris, both sides? Chris, since last you were on, <laughs> I've seen that you were filing the, the relevant documents to run yes. for office locally in Nashville. Yes. Yes. So I moved back to Nashville at like the end of September, and I went. Well, I whatever I went here, I was here, and then uh, I live in Madison. Yeah. How did you get there? That's <laughs> what we're all wondering. What <laughs> already, was the trees? It's already going to be a there. very boring segment. The audience like, oh man, I was hoping he's going to talk about metal detecting again. <laughs> uh, so I, I moved to Madison, which is like where it's all vape shops and um, payday loan places, you know. And so it's mm-hmm. not New Nashville. So it's like this New Nashville, you know. Everybody's like, we, you know, it's the lollipop forest and all that shit. So I, I moved to this part of town where the roads are all, well, wh- like wagon tracks. Right. I said huh. wagon tracks. I went down to the city council and I said wagon tracks to him like four times real loud. And and so anyway, the roads Not here. Not chant, by the way. I think that's. there's Hi, a, sir. A big, can we help you? Wagon tracks. Wagon the ro- tracks. The roads here are trashed, right? So the roads here are trashed. Mm-hmm. It's like a bunch. There's no public transportation of, of any note. It's humiliating to wait for the bus. You just stand in like some weeds. It's fucking horrible. So we got one neighborhood up here that's like four feet out of Lollipop Town. 
This new Nashville, you know, I'm up from Nashville. I'm like 10 minutes up the road, you know, and this is much more real in the sense of it's much more poor. Right. And, you know, real meaning like just working class people. I mean, real meaning you don't like it. You know what I mean? Like real is supposed to be, you know, it's I like it because it reminds me of old Nashville before it had like hot and cold running like micro brews or whatever the fuck. And. And anyway, so I'm like up here and I'm like, okay, the roads here are trashed. There's a homeless encampment in the woods. There's like, and then there's just Nashville, like, which is just booming with, and they're just keep putting up these luxury hotels and things. So I was like, they, so the big thing was they, they said the Titans, of course, threatened to leave if they don't get a new stadium, which is what mm. NFL teams do, you know, right. and nobody can say no to them because like, you know, because they'll go to Vegas they, or something. Yeah. They'll go crazy. Yeah. Like the whole world will go crazy. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, uh. You know, you you can't say no to the Titans, but I also think you should say no to the Titans when they do this to you, which is they ask for a new stadium and they cut a deal where we give Nashville, the city gives like $700 million to the, to the stadium, but it's even more than that. But there's like $700 million in tax dollars going to the NFL. Yeah. When we got people full of kratom standing in the weeds waiting for the bus that comes erratically like there's no there's 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 traffic here this place i used to live here when it was empty and and i don't i don't expect it to be empty like when i moved here in 2001 there was nobody here and i understand that's not sustainable but i liked it because you could just go around and rock them you know you could just i had my band and you just pay (laughs) your 200 a month rent you get drunk and you tell everybody what's what that's a great town to me that is a good town yeah (laughs) but that you know that's not and you know people eventually will catch on to the rent being like 200 dollars, and then people come here right so like growth is fine but like we just have yeah let's have the wealth distributed properly so everybody is benefiting from it right Right. what i was saying trickle down the wealth i think is what miles yeah 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 we need to give more money to the people at the top because it's not falling down fast enough thank you so more gravity up top it'll come down they're not stacking enough money at the top because it will not come down you get it (laughs) it's like one of those machines at the gas station where they have like the pennies you know that that, (laughs) i thought you were gonna say you push if you push harder on the gas pump lever, more gas comes out faster. <laughs> yeah, it's like That's the gas another station. Platform. Yeah, it's yeah. like if, yeah, it's like if you don't squeeze hard enough at the gas station, it's the same mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so anyway, I, I went down to the stadium hearing, and I don't know if you guys have heard the audio from it. I I have it. You know, you can hear it. I just yeah, it I just hear that. I I could play it. I, I I don't. It's two minutes long, but it's me yelling at. Not yelling, because I'm running for real. That's one thing. I'm running for Metro Council mm-hmm. at large is mm-hmm. the office, Me- meaning it's not tied to a particular district. So I'm right. running at large, all of Davidson County. There's five selected. There's 21 people running. And I'm not doing this as a stunt. And I just, I went down to the stadium and I and I, I thought I was going to wait to watch this, this proceedings. They were deciding whether to approve the stadium and the stadium deal. Mm-hmm. And it was already done. Like they, they the activists had to get like had to be activists just to get a hearing. But then the right. hearing was like, everybody just sort of like, I can't even, it's too long a story, but one side of the hall was people wearing loafers, Gucci loafers with no socks for real. And the mm-hmm. other side was like all black. I mean, it was like, it was like white and black. It was, it mm-hmm. was not that extreme, but it was like the white people in the, in the fleece vests right. and the fucking loafers with no socks just got up and said, we want a stadium cause it's fun and we can smoke cigars in it. And then a bunch of, People of color, teachers, like regular people got up and made good points and they sided with the guys who want to smoke cigars. Yeah, you know? of course. And, and, and it was to see that if it was not 
it would have made me mad if there wasn't taxpayer money involved. Yeah, yeah. Just the attitude. But the fact that they mm-hmm. were giving away tax money. And it was like very stark because I don't know why. There was like weird intimidation things happening. The reason I know why you could tell the difference in color between the people who are pro-stadium and anti-stadium is because they divided us when we got there. You had to get in a line that Yikes. said pro and a line that said against, which I already thought was weird. But I got up and I didn't even thought, they said, well, you can't go in to sit because the Titans already paid a ton of people to be here and they all filled the, the place already. They had a picnic. The Titans had a picnic for people in the afternoon to be well, there. That's how, how you warm up for activism is with a light, <laughs> light or dirt. Yeah, well, it was a weekday. So they, it was whoever got there first got to speak for two hours. So the pro stadium people got two hours and then a bunch of people, yeah. anti-stadium people had like kids and stuff. Regular people had to go right. home. Yeah. So anyway, I, I got in there and I just I didn't I just wanted I realized they were going to pass it. So I just said, this is socialism, not because I hate socialism. Of course, the first person that came at me was a liberal saying, you why do you got to put down socialism? And I was like, I'm not putting down socialism, I'm saying socialism to these people because they don't they think corporate it's peak capitalism. Yeah. They think it's peak capitalism because NFL's involved. So they're like, NFL's capitalism, but you're giving them cat taxpayer money. Doesn't matter. NFL, you know. And so I was just there to say, I said it was like putting up a gold statue of Stalin. I said, (laughs) I said it was, I said it was, I said crazy shit because I wanted to say stuff in that chamber that they had not heard. Yeah. But I mainly got to say, this is corruption and you guys know it. And it felt so good because when I do stand up, all I do is complain about corruption. Yeah. Well, not all. And I also do jokes about how people who smoke pot have mustard on their pants. But they, <laughs> but you know, I, you I got to do true. Yeah, you got to do something. Bits, you yeah. can't just get up yeah. there and talk about the, the division of wealth. But um, <laughs> anyway, so it was like a very, it was an amazing moment for me because I realized, oh, wait, this is like doing stand up, but for people who don't want to hear it. Like, mm. well, that's not that different either. Sure. So, like, I know no, like, it's, <laughs> it's not identical. that different. But, but hearing, saying this stuff about, you know, corruption to people who are actually doing the corruption felt good. And yeah. so then I thought, why well, should run for office? And then, I mean, the amount of support I've had has been just absolutely amazing. People have been like, yes. So yeah. we'll see. Well, hey, I just want to be a nice guy. Yeah. I, look, hey, for those of you that are able, you know, check out uh, Chris Crofton's campaign running for mm-hmm. the at-large district. Okay. Metro Council at-large, Metro Nashville, Council. Tennessee. You can go to Vote Blue and I'm raising money there. I haven't got my account all the way set up. <laughs> um, so you know don't you go there put your don't go there up. don't go there yeah. for a little while go okay. go there in a couple of days okay we'll but come, i'm not we'll kidding vote blue well, yeah when you launch your uh your fundraising arm what is something from your search history search history a uh, cheap gift my wife's birthday is this week uh, no the actual <laughs> is of uh, uh, randy johnson kills bird yeah was what it was because i think a cup maybe it was over the weekend Randy Johnson, by the way, uh, famous. I, I, I'm picking up on Jack's cue that I was talking about obscure Philadelphia sports stuff, and Jack had to keep jumping in explaining what the fuck I was talking about. So <laughs> I'll just do it myself. Randy Johnson was a fame, a Hall of Fame pitcher, and this seems mathematically impossible. But one time he was pitching, and he threw the pitch to the plate, and then a bird flew in the path of the pitch. And the bird, um, I, I don't, I don't know what happened to it. I don't know it, if it survived. It exploded. It exploded. It, it, oh, it exploded. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It so, truly, like there, it was decimated. A bird is flying, and then there is just a cloud of feathers, and that's it. It yeah. was stunning. And then it happened again over the weekend, where in warmups there was a pitcher for the same team that Randy Johnson played for, the Arizona Diamondbacks, was warming up, and his pitch 
by the way, this is all accident. These people aren't uh, birders. Right, right. And mm-hmm. they... Those bloodthirsty <laughs> motherfuckers. These wow. fucking... Fa- it's a, there was foul play, but <laughs> I do need to go. But no, they uh, hit... Um, I, sh- I probably should be leaving. Actually, I, I should, I'm feeling faint. But yeah, another pitcher hit a bird play. with a pitch over the weekend. Over the weekend. Yeah. yeah. Over the weekend. Was and it cool? sort of stuff same, I watch. Same kind of image? It was not as cool i know you love that that just that bird exploding sort of thing jack you don't know yeah. you, you like to get your your money's oh, worth yeah but no this shot it wasn't it was nearly like as good comedy. it was out in the outfield it was warming up so you know yeah he didn't put much behind it but it did kill the bird also in the cleveland guardians <laughs> the, the cleveland guardians white Sox game a, a bird also got fucked up by like a ground ball like this yeah, over the, over the weekend too I mean, yeah, Randy Johnson, known as the big unit. Uh, mm-hmm. You can imagine what kind of heat was coming off that arm. Now he's just a, you know, he's just like a hobby photographer. Is Incredible. He? Yeah, yeah dude, he seemed like he would like all, just disappear into the desert once he you retired. Know, he goes to like, he takes like sports photos. Like you, you see him in the background of like football games and shit, oh, like really? on the field, like a telephoto lens. He's like, I'm just really into photography now. <laughs> he gets the best shots because he's 6'11". <laughs> so, yeah, right. <laughs> He's out here. He's I mean, he yeah. just loves he just loves looking at things through the lens, you know. He's That's taking really like cool. concert photos. <laughs> anyway, just it's always <laughs> fun to see. He's like, I think I, I think he got into it in college or something, and that's how I was just like, and I just kept it going after that. That's cool. What is something that you think is overrated besides sandwiches? Yes. Wow. Quitting Twitter and indignation. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know why? Yeah, because no one notices when you stop doing something. No one. Right. No yeah, one notices. Yeah. yeah. And like every social media platform sucks in its own special way. Every I mean, Elon obviously extra sucks, which I guess yeah. we're going to be talking about. But like no one notices when you stop doing something. I've seen a uh, specific news organization that I may or may not have a loose affiliation with, you know, quit in a very public way. My mm. my news outlet did, too. And I, you know, they didn't make us quit, you know, or the reporters of that news organization quit. But I'm like, what an opportunity you had when you're actually being talked about to do something else with this besides just right. stop doing anything. Right. And now, like, you're not doing anything with it. Like, you could have raised money. You could have, like, taught people what journalism is. But, like, when you're not doing anything, nobody notices you're not doing anything. So I just think that there's, like, taking your toy. Remember what happened with Reddit, like, a bunch of years ago? Like, what happened with that? Nothing. Like, nothing happened with that. So, I don't know. I just just think that there's some, like, uh, a little bit of just, like, virtue signaling nothing burgerness and quitting Twitter and indignation right now. I mean, maybe someday it it will be important, but to me, it's a little bit overrated. I'm sorry if either one of you did that, and I just, like... I no, post no. like 12 I'm, to 13 times a day about okay. how I'm quitting okay. Twitter. Yeah. Each post is like, that's it. You've done it this time, Musk. But I, yeah, I, I guess the fact that I've been doing that for three months now, probably. I'll, I'll never quit because I, 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 I never thought I would have this many followers. And I like to look at the number. So mm. Why would I yeah. do that now? I'm it's, at the top true. of my game. That's and, true. <laughs> and may I say to the followers, you guys stop quitting because it's making our number yeah. go down. What the fuck? That makes us sad. You're That's burning right. me. You burned me, <laughs> listeners who quit Twitter. My number went down. <laughs> like, Jack, I was looking at your follower number. You're like about twice as many as me. Like, I could fill like a, 
a small college football stadium, you could feel like a big college football stadium. Like you couldn't like show up somewhere and like 45,000 people would show up. Right. Right. That's true. Right. Yeah. And right. they're all very loyal, too. And they're all uh, real. 100 percent real people. None of them are bots of mine. Yeah. None of them are bots. And they're right. all they're they all, all real. Love me. Yeah. <laughs> they love me like family members. <laughs> I have a 45,000 person family. They're all going to yeah. hang out flags yeah. in front of their house after yes. they graduate you. <laughs> it's weird how I can get 12,000 of them to say the exact same thing to me at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. How much they're that's how. That's how on the same page they are. Wait, and then sandwiches are overrated? You just kind of skip, skip past that. Yeah, I sandwiches are overrated. You to bear the lead. Yeah. All what? sandwiches. All yeah. sandwiches. Well, not grilled cheese, obviously. Whoa. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like a obvious. <laughs> obviously not. Uh, one of the three most popular sandwiches. The world's but. greatest hangover <laughs> food is obviously not overrated. Okay, okay. But yeah, I I don't get... I just I've never understood like the obsession with sandwiches. I know people love sandwiches. I'm for me personally. Sure. No, I get it. I'm not. Oh, like, is no it? So it's, it's like the mania, like sandwich mania that's overrated or you're sandwiches. just saying, like, I just I just I don't understand. Sandwich. Like when people are like, oh, we're going to bring in lunch for this meeting. We're bringing in sandwiches. And everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, yes. Fuck, what do you mean? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> sandwiches. No, like it's just. Yeah. The stuff in the middle is the good part. And like, I have to get through the <laughs> shit on the outside to get the stuff in right. the middle. Oh, you're almost like Trump with pizza. You're like, nah, not the bread. It's just the top part. Scrape it off. Just give Thank me the you. Thank it you it for that very complimentary comparison. I really I mean, appreciate look, it. I get the, look, I get the, the, the sort of singular focus, though. of just sort of like, nah, 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 that's filler. You don't want that. You want the meats and the cheeses right there. That's the fucking. There's that's I, I the just, money. I'm not like a huge, huge bread person. I mean, I, I'm not like oh, okay. anti carbs. I fucking love carbs, but I'm yeah. not like one of people who's like, I love bread. Right. And then yeah, people yeah. are always like, you'll love it if you have the bread I make. And then I'm like, no one fucking won't. Like I don't <laughs> yeah. really. It's oh, like you. it's just it's just bread. It's just like it's not oh, that special. No. That's just not my opinion. Bread. It's my yeah. opinion. Not everybody agrees. It's okay. I have had I have had great bread. Get me don't get me wrong. There is bread yeah. that's better than other bread. I agree yeah. with that. Have I you tried it. the they uh there's this thing they have out here in LA called sliced bread where they yeah. like cut, Yeah. It's you not should. just one big hunk. <laughs> it's really the greatest ones. thing since, it doesn't uh, come out of a stone what. oven it's not artisanal is that what yeah, you're saying yeah. <laughs> wonder that's it that's good stuff have you tried that's wonder the stuff <laughs> sliced bread gets so much credit from people all the time have you seen like those clips when like americans are amazed at like the bread slicers in europe like when no. you go to a store and like, oh, there's like, I've just seen a genre video of like Americans whose minds are blown buying like a loaf of bread at a European grocery store that like you can then take to a machine that just like slices it fresh. Like the coffee oh, like grinder? To, yeah, I was just going to say <laughs> yeah. like the coffee grinder. Yeah, you know, yeah, you just load it in. I mean, it might be in Germany or something like that. And it just like cleanly just slices it up. So you have like good, like your loaf is actually as fresh as possible or whatever. And they're like, wow, it just slices it right here. And I'm like, and I watch it too. I'm like, come on, man, act like you're, I'm like, it just slices it right there. Have some chill for God's yeah. sake. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> act like you've been here. That shit does make it like grinding your coffee beans right before you brew the coffee really does make a difference. I'm Death sure. Force. Like I now I now I want the I want a unsliced Wonder Bread loaf. <laughs> is, that, is that something they even <laughs> no, sell? No, thank you. I'll take it home. Just 
Yeah, with your bread knife, just doing yeah. the most uneven slices of Wonder Bread. <laughs> you ever tried to cut Wonder Bread or like with a knife? Yeah. You can't do it. It's, it's just like, but. Yeah. yeah. You need, like, it's honestly, a non-Newtonian you... substance. It's no. neither <laughs> air, is a, it's neither gas nor solid nor liquid. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, the knife doesn't know what to do with it. <laughs> you know, what is something you think is underrated? Magnesium glycinate for sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that is so specific. <laughs> Go on. Magnesium, sorry, what? Glycinate? Magnesium glycinate specifically. Magnesium comes in different forms. You can get yeah, yeah. a bunch of different little endings. The glycinate yeah. one for sleeping in particular. Magnesium, when the, the number one autocomplete for magnesium space in Google is glycinate. So uh-huh. it, is, it is us who are wrong. Followed uh-huh. by magnesium and cheese. Which is yeah. funny. <laughs> so you mag and cheese. It. Yeah, you get a little nice mag, mag and cheese. Uh, Wait, so what is what? Yeah, tell me where where did you hear about it? What is is it is it for helping? Is it like a sleep aid or what? What's going on? It is a sleep aid. I heard about it from the journal, the very scientific journal that I always consume, TikTok, uh-huh. and <laughs> it helps you sleep, but it doesn't help you get to sleep. It helps you get into a deeper sleep once you are asleep. So my whole life, I was like, I don't really dream that often. I'll like have dreams sometimes, but like not super often, maybe once every couple weeks. Turns out I'm just not getting into REM sleep where dreams happen enough mm-hmm. or staying in REM sleep long right. enough. And magnesium glycinate allows me to stay into REM sleep for a long time. So once I started taking it, I started having these really intense dreams that I thought were like hallucinations. Turns out that's normal and everybody has them. I just wasn't dreaming like that before because I wasn't sleeping like that. So wait, what, describe one of your dreams. It's like very normal. Like, okay, I had this one. I was, I had to give a speech at school. And what was I, I doing? No, it's nothing like that. I had a dream. Oh my God. Okay. I had a dream that one of my friends who had just gone to Europe for his birthday for a month, I was watching his location on find my friends and I told him to come to where I was. And so I'm watching him cross like the boot of Italy on some, some, (laughs) it's so random on some bridge. He's going through the boot of Italy to get to me somewhere also in Europe. Yeah, yeah, Mm. yeah. And it's like like dark out. There's like a lot of stars around. I'm with some person. I don't know who they are. Stuff like that. Very, just super random, but very vivid dreams. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah. We're big dream heads on this podcast. There, (laughs) I feel, I feel like there are insights in there. If you just like, you know, keep track of them and like, don't be too specific. Don't be like, oh, so I'm going to see my friend on a bridge on the boot. Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, but like there's, you know, I, I think there's power there coming from the unconscious part of our minds that I agree. Yeah, I think yeah. that's yeah. the most po- powerful thing that humans have access to if, mm-hmm. if you know how to use it. So that's cool. Magnesium glycinate will yes. get you dreaming. I'll yep. combine that with my THC indica. That'll, take That'll always to help do sleep. it. Now, that's yeah. the thing. I'm scared of forming a dependency, so I won't do it more than two nights in a row. Sure, so sure, the other sure. nights I'll do my magnesium. But yes, definitely felt. Now, the combo. Get the out combo the way. Doesn't combination do anything. made my oh, really? eyes bleed. Yeah. Oh. The, combo the combination made my eyes bleed. Yes, thank you, Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> yeah, it exactly. doesn't do anything. I'm like, oh, this is like anticlimactic. Yeah, magnesium glycinate and THC. The combination, mm-hmm. combination made, made my, my eyes, eyes bleed. bleed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, I am not a doctor, so take this for what it's worth. But you and are Ashwag- someone who's TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? Naturally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. An ashwagandha supplement plus magnesium glycinate 
plus a little THC will actually have you in a <laughs> stupor. You you might not wake up from that. I don't know. Well, I, I'm seeing already like people are talking about combining ashwagandha and magnesium glycinate. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's all kinds of stuff going. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's a little crazy. Let mm. us know. Let us know if that's uh, how you get down, Zyking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, let's take a quick break and we'll come back and talk about Nikki Haley. We'll be right back. Zyke gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS? Well, you need Shopify for retail. Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. With Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Connect with customers inline and online. Look, you want to use TikTok? Well, guess what? They have plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns on platforms just like that. Get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system. Or use Shopify's POS Go mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Now, I was looking at Shopify.com, and I'm trying to get some answers. Let's say, uh, you know, how to bustling retail business and i need you know maybe uh some hardware to be able to sell my wares on the street take credit card payments whatever and i know shopify is easy to use half the time i buy something online i'm like oh yep they're using shopify and if you need to learn more check out their website it's super easy to navigate whether you have questions about how you can optimize your inventory or again looking for hardware to make sales easier shopify.com has all of that just go there check it out so sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com slash tdz all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash TDZ to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash TDZ. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring The Kardashians, of course, and Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And we're back. 
And Harlan Crow is just a regular old guy and mm-hmm. everybody needs to cool it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have to say anything more than that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't familiar with Harlan Crow before all of this controversy. So I was shocked that he apparently had a stan in this like Graham Wood guy <laughs> who was just like, oh, I've been into this dude and he's just a regular dude. You know, like all of our grandpas, he's like funding a Supreme Court judge, you know, right. just a regular old dude. And yeah, who knows like all of them. This is shit he's yeah. been caught for. You know what I mean? Like, How else yeah. would you unburden yourself with uh, generations of inherited wealth was he said, one of the yeah. things that this yes. writer he's not buying, wrote. He's not buying Nazi crap. He's unburdening himself he's with this unburden- wealth by buying you know. historical relics that's yeah. all it is and if so, you're gonna buy historical relics why would it be of say the country you live in no. or maybe right. something related why wouldn't it be nazis yeah it's gotta be it's gotta be cool yeah. man here's the thing you gotta they, understand you know, about there's white so people. much history <laughs> like there article goes in on, you're like huh yeah but so the first like as people were you know as the uh propublica series was being published The Atlantic came out with this article that made headlines because the author was like, anyone who calls him a Nazi for collecting Nazi paraphernalia is an idiot. And I think we all know that. Right. Right. The last line was people can all agree. His his (laughs) last line of like the article was something to the effect of like Harlan Crow's friends know that he's not a Nazi. Right. And it's like, but and those that don't, of course, they jump to that because they're not smart like his friends. And you're like, 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 oh, right. What? Because America is a meritocracy and we can all just agree on that and move on. But as we talked about the last time we covered this, the guy Graham Wood is a like he as he mentioned in the first article, like grew up in the same town as Harlan Crow in like Dallas and would like run past his compound and like peer through the gates and like wonder what was go- so he's he is like a lifelong fan of this billionaire or and, at least like, his property yeah his yeah. property <laughs> his mystique yeah. yeah you know so he's he's always wanted to just get in there yeah he's yeah. been looking for this opportunity to you know we all peek over the fence of a villain's mansion and yes. go maybe me someday i oh, wish yeah. i could hang in hang out in there and oh yeah enjoy oh, some canapes yeah. let me tell you favorite plat favorite pastime of black and brown people in the u.s peering over somebody's fence that you don't live there <laughs> oh, that it always ends properly until always the point where i've never done that shit in my life <laughs> but anyway this piece though he really got the first piece got harlan crow's attention and he was like oh shit this okay these guys coming i have up. a fan standing up yeah me. i like i fuck with this grand he wants guy. to see my nazi memorabilia yeah. like totally come on over so guess who got a personal invitation to harlan crow's yes. fucking sculpture garden none other than graham wood and apparently up top he's like look man i'm not gonna talk about this clarence thomas shit he's like oh yeah yeah for sure for sure for yeah, sure for know, sure yeah. obviously my guy <laughs> we will never we would ne- that's not even important to me what i'm trying to do is humanize you and this whole thing it's about as predictably like a puff piece as you can imagine. Like it's filled with some really dumb equivocations. There's one part where Harlan Crow's like, I wouldn't be mad if like, let's say George Soros was friends with like the head of the World Bank. And oh. you're like, oh, y'all, you really screamed that dog whistle into the mic. Okay. <laughs> like, and, okay. <laughs> and let's not pretend like a Supreme Court justice is some kind of rabid capitalist business person. But I guess maybe that's what is being revealed is that. We, these these people are not really here to adjudicate fairly that they're they can you know they're ideological pieces that can be manipulated by 
people like Harlan Crow. But again, I think overall, this piece is just a really, really cool moment where this journalist completely misses the point in order to like, like curry favor with a billionaire that he like admires and tries to pretend as if his ties to Clarence Thomas aren't deeply problematic. He's like, of course, you should disclose that stuff. Obviously, I'm saying that. He's like, what was the fucking problem if he bought his mom's house yeah. and she lives there rent free or paid yeah, his nephew's tuition? Yeah, Harlan's just a good dude. He's always just helping people who happen to be on the Supreme Court. Okay? <laughs> yeah. Always. Like, he knows where it. to put his money. The title of the piece is called The Collector. Right. Because you're like, <laughs> yeah. Wow, great. I love that. Which is just, which I just, I like, they just wave off the collecting Nazi memorabilia so easily. Like, just, it's not like collecting lucky pennies, okay? Like, in Germany, people aren't allowed to collect Nazi memorabilia. I studied German history and I have no interest in collecting, like, Nazi memorabilia. Like, what? It's just so fascinating that some of the three leaders during World War II were all artists. I just think there's a fun story there. That's what he says about buying <laughs> yeah. Hitler's paintings. That's just a fun story. He said there's a fun story there. Like, uh, okay. What, what's the fun? I mean, Th- I think... This is where I'm like, dig I, in. Let's ask, him more, let's ask him more questions. I think at best, right, he's so disconnected from what it means to collect Nazi shit that he really doesn't see an issue because like, oh, like, I'm not affected by white supremacy or hate like in ways like that. Plus, my money insulates me from that kind of reality. So I truly look at it as buying like old shit. Not even yeah. that I don't like I like it. I'm just like, just I can a afford fun it. story. Like, I don't know what. It, I don't know. Hitler wasn't that scary. I, even when I think of myself, I probably would have been fine. During the <laughs> right. so. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, what are what are we afraid of here? Yeah. What's the issue? But yeah, like there, there's another part, though, too, where like Graham Wood really wants to underline Crow's like never Trump like bona fides or he's like. Man, like he he hates Trump, though, like he hates him. So like, huh? Like, it's just kind of like out of nowhere just saying that. Like, so that's got to count for something. It's like, but at the end of the day, he is so invested in the conservative, like legal movement that like what I don't understand why you think that one is different from the other, because they're both they're both like trains that are moving in the exact same direction. Yeah. One Um, is impolite and draws attention to itself, which is against the rules, especially for people who are part of you know, the the tradition of collecting and protecting uh, generational wealth. Yeah. You know, so yeah. the Trump is bad for those people. There was there, there was another good quote that was saying how Harlan Crow, like, actually, he doesn't feel powerful at all. He doesn't get why he's like, he's like, I'm actually not that powerful. I'm a I'm little like, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'm little oh. and weak. He's like, that's <laughs> Joe. He's like. He, they even like in the thing that they're like saying, even President Biden has said, he's like, how he's like, you think you're going to be calling the shots? He's like, I take more orders now as, as president than I ever thought I would as like a, yeah, as no a way shit. to be like, yeah, yeah, because you don't know where you are, Holmes. That's why. <laughs> hey, go because over there, you're part of a Democratic there. Party that is fucking tied irrevocably to massive billionaires like this asshole. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it just and, like it's fun to like paint it as like he doesn't even think he's he himself thinks he's weak so it's okay like yeah it's totally fine if i'm not actually because i don't think i have the power like sometimes i call clarence thomas and he doesn't even call me back until like 15 minutes later (laughs) i'm very very weak those 15 minutes they feel like an hour i gotta tell Uh, you man and i tell i've I've told my woke granddaughter who just got back from liberal arts college i i've been ghosted too okay (laughs) by clarence it's tough out here it's hard for a billy yeah. You know what I mean? 
but yeah, it's it's more predictable, like nonsense. I don't know why they're all in on this like campaign to like try and defend Harlan Crow or like wh- like what the editors at the Atlantic are like. Oh, you got another Harlan Crow piece? Yeah, load yeah. it up in the hop. But again, at the end Let's of the day, go. It's truly to be That's like what the kids say, right? Let's yeah, go. Yeah, oh, yeah. Let's, Let's go. Fucking go. <laughs> the Atlantic offices. <laughs> He's like, "Yo, Let's Graham, like, yeah, spraying Lacroix all over this each one." Other. It's different. Yeah. My God, bro, this one's busting, busting. You didn't tell me about this. I actually believe he's a normal guy. But yeah, I mean, yeah. I think it just shows legacy media is still there. They're still influenced yeah. the billionaire culture. Yeah. So they're not going about to. They're not about to point fingers and shit. No. Yeah, this guy, by the way, graduated from Harvard and currently is also a lecturer in political science at Yale University. So, oh, the, so really in touch with the people, the mainstream yeah. media, Ivy League, like that whole yeah. insular circle of people just cranking each other off and being like, we're all we all get it right. Like we we can't yeah. tell the truth here. Right. We, we know <laughs> that there's a an order yeah. to things, if you know what I'm saying. And it like ultimately comes down to fucking eugenics and being fascists like being wealth fascists essentially i wonder if they like i I can imagine they listen to run the world by beyonce and they go Uh who run the world they're like us Us. (laughs) we love this one yeah yeah harlan crow is definitely like on his little stationary bike pumping that in his ears absolutely Or he's on yeah, those just, exercise bikes that has the yeah, arm oh, yeah, movement. Oh, yeah, with the little too. arms. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got the old-timey, like, workout equipment oh, from yeah. Nazi Germany. It's <laughs> like a jiggle belt that, like, jiggles your belly until the, it's supposed to just, like, make the just, like, make fat the melt off. He's like, this is my gold kettlebell. It's from uh, it's from stolen teeth. From Oh, yes. never mind. Don't worry about it. Anyway, it, it weighs a ton, though. All right. Well, let's talk about Elon real quick. Oh, my God. Did a CNBC interview at the end of last week. <sighs> and, you know, what What we've seen from his Twitter persona appears to have transferred over to his actual human body persona. Yeah. Yeah. He's just full, full blown. He's just a human 4chan shit post, basically. Yeah. And he really let his freak flag fly uh, in that interview. And by freak flag, I mean swastikas. Uh, <laughs> because, man, a lot of the interview made waves like around this like incessant need to defend the like verified Nazi shooter uh, from Allen, Texas. You know, the guy with like the all the Nazi tattoos and the talk of loving Nazis and how he'd rather be a Nazi than act black when he posted that meme. Like he let everybody know very clearly you know, where he stood on things, what his perspective was. Anyway, Elon, uh, he goes off about how despite all of the evidence and even the shooter's own words, it's not right to call this like a white supremacist act. So let me let me just play this. He's he's going to start off by talking about why he's like dubious and you can just watch his like brain start melting. Um, And the evidence for that uh, was some obscure Russian website that no one's ever heard of that had no followers. and the, the, the company that, came, that found this is Bellingcat. Right. And do you know what Bellingcat does? PSYOPs. Right. I couldn't no. really even follow exactly what it was you were trying to express there, so that's in part why I was curious. I'm, but... I'm saying that I thought this, the, 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 the ascribing it to white supremacy was bullshit. Okay. And, and, uh, and, and, and that the information for that uh, came from an obscure Russian website and was somehow magically found 
by Bellingcat, which is a company that does psyops. Okay, so enough about that because Bellingcat wow. does not do psyops. Wait, I wait, like wait, how wait. Even... Who is the yeah. reporter going? Right. Right. Yeah, why uh, is he just That's a reflexively going... bad thing to say. Yeah, yeah. I know. And I, huh. even though he did kind of follow up, he's like, look, I only say that because I don't know what you're saying. He did basically like, I don't know what you're trying to say right now. Ch- but yeah. change, your, change your reflex. Do the barbaro yeah. like, huh? huh? Hmm. Right. Ch- mm. Change the reflex, dude. Change mm-hmm. it. It's better to just be like, eh? <laughs> Honestly, it, it's, it'll, 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 it'll force the person to really have to explain. Huh? Or say nothing. Right. Mm, not that. But yeah, again, so he's saying uh, Bellingcat, which does, you know, real investigative journalism. They're saying they do psyops and it's bullshit. It's bullshit <laughs> that they're trying to say that this is a white supremacist. Act. What is his horse in this race? Aside from being a white supremacist himself, what is it? What is his horse in this particular? I, I think probably did not give too much momentum to the not even narrative to the reality of increasing like extremist violence. And the like that these people exist and they are they, they're acting out their ideologies in real physical space violently, because I think I don't know if he's trying to thread this needle. He's like saying, like, I don't know if he's like it was a white supremacist reason why he shot those people. It might just be that he was like a white supremacist and shot. People. It's like really not clear, but he's definitely trying to like cape for like white supremacy in this very bizarre way. That's not even really clear to even the interviewer who's like. Okay, right. You know, so, your interviewer's like, right, 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 right. Because <laughs> you know, Hitler right. was correct right. about what he said, right, 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 right. And everything that he oh did. Oh my God, was... that's gonna be the clip you're gonna share on social media, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. No way, <laughs> absolutely not. So again, it's just like a very frustrating interview because he is truly just like lost in the sauce. His face. When he was like trying to even explain like the logic path of like this Russian account and Bellingcat, is, it's like he was trying to like do like a uh, thread on at thread unroll. Like, please, dude, tw- please unroll this Twitter thread in my brain so I can go find like the precise clapback reply that I need in here. And it's a shame that this didn't get like a ton of coverage. I mean, it got some coverage, but like talking about the man that owns fucking Twitter is out here showing you how vile his fucking beliefs are. Like right. in real t- and like. In such a, it's even a way, like, I don't know why I'm mad. I'm like, it's, he's not even doing it elegantly. It's Mm. just like, it's just like the raw stupidity of it. It just like makes it even more and uh, more frustrating to see. Uh, And again, have somebody be like, right, right. Psyops, psyops. Yes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, how did they not have support for the claim that like he, they knew he was going to try to debunk rather than just being, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like. uh, I don't even know what you're saying so, right well, now. So can I just I, unroll this a little bit? Because I, I just don't understand. So was is, was he even being asked about this because this spread on Twitter? Like, why is this even something he's talking about? He's been like, he, because he himself has been retweeting other accounts that are casting oh, aspersions over it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, so yeah, he's yeah. now like, he's now like pot committed to this like situation where he has yeah. to defend. He's his like, why thought. are you? Yeah. He's like, why are you using your platform to like, I like see. who are these even people? And then he's like, I well, you, he's like, well, where did their evidence come from that they were white supremacists? The guy has a psyop company. swastika tattoos on his arm. Yeah, literally. I don't know. They, he may have had his tattoo artist may have had glaucoma and was trying to make a plus sign. I don't know. <laughs> we just don't have know. But like the fact that that what about the, the SS bolts? He had fucking SS bolts. His other tattoo are SS bolts. Yes. No, those are Celtic runes, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
No, he's a he's a journeyman electrician. Uh, he's on his way to joining the IBEW. So it's a high voltage logo. Like what? Shut the fuck up. So, again, and, and I think the reason why this guy was caught off on CNBC is because they were on Stonks TV. You know what I mean? Right. They weren't on MSNBC. He wasn't talking like Ben Collins or someone or like someone who's like knows like is very well versed in all this. You know, ben, ben Collins is a great example of why I think it is overrated to leave Twitter in indignation. Like he's a great example of why. Did he leave? Start. No, he's there. It's oh, like he's oh, okay. Is he if he left, yeah. like no one would ever see his shit. Right. right? Like, exactly. He's fucking great. But he's great always sister. there, to just dunk on people and exactly. Like, <laughs> and, yeah, always like like help people who are not like terminally online, like some of us understand like what is actually being spoken about. So anyway. Again, this interview was basically on CNN, CNBC. So they like then he eventually gets to the money part, uh, which is another really interesting moment in this interview. He said the big question is like for people who love stonks like Tesla and stuff he's like, what the fuck's going on with like Tesla shares and like the way you're running Twitter? Because the businesses are interconnected, whether you like it or not. And he's like, and if you keep t- turning Twitter into like an ad repelling website equivalent of like crystal knocked. Like, what are you going to how are you going to keep people's money moving? Like, what do you say to these people who are actually worried about the shit that you post and its effect on the financials of everything? This answer is fucking even I'm just going to play the whole thing because it's this is a very like this man's brain. I I, I, I don't even know. I'm serving that word salad. Serve it. Yeah. God, no, I don't, so, I don't want it uh, at all. But I'm what I'm trying even came up though in the annual meeting. I mean. You know, do your tweets hurt the company? Are there Tesla owners who say, I don't agree with his political position because, and I know it because he shares so much of it. Or are there advertisers on Twitter that Linda Yaccarino will come and say, you got to stop, man. Or, you know, I can't get these ads because of some of the things you tweet. Pause. 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 He's just looking off into the middle distance. Booting. Oh, you find the right meme? You know, I'm reminded of... Uh-oh. Uh, Bone Valley. The scene in The Princess Bride. Great uh-huh. movie. Great movie. Um, Great movie. Where he confronts the person who killed his father. Okay. He says... Offer me money. No? Offer me power. Literally, that's not what he says? I don't care. See, you just don't care. Offer me money. You want to share what you have to say? I'll say what I want to say, and if if, if, uh, if the consequence of that is losing money, so be it. <laughs> Has he ever seen that fucking movie? That's literally not... He says, my name is Indigo Montoya. You killed my father, <laughs> my prepared, father to prepared to die. To die. <laughs> I mean, like, literally everybody knows that. Offer right? me money. Offer... It's like... but. I don't understand. He's basically replying in like gift form. Gift form, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's like, "What do you say about that?" Uh, Princess Bride dot gif is what well, it took back. him a while to find it. He was my searching. god. He got he the wrong one. His, he racked his brain for the dumbest response. I mean, truly. That, Does that, he have like a early? kind of trial version of Neuralink going like hooked up to Twitter <laughs> and like that's just how badly it works and yeah, he like, was just going through his brain. 13 seconds to respond. That was a 13 <laughs> second fucking pause he took to say, I'm reminded of a scene from Princess Bride. What? Offer me money. Offer me power. I mean, yeah. that couldn't have been the answer that 
He's investors just so, were looking for. I, I, how fucking awesome would have been if he's... I'm reminded of a scene from Princess Bride wherein rodents of unusual size. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, and the oh. thing, I think it's also just too, these people, especially billionaires, right? They're never in environments where people press them or ask follow-up questions. So when yeah. they are, it's like, a disorienting experience for them. The beginning of the first clip where I talked to, where he's talking about Bellingcat running, Bellingcat running psyops. When he's like, when the, the journalist asking very basic questions of his like, tw like Twitter retweets, he's also like almost, I'll just play this other section because it truly shows like he is not used to being held to account for fucking anything. I can't get enough of this. Keep going. They're uh, a psyop? All in, in Allen, Texas. And you, you say something like it might be a bad psyop. I'm not quite sure what you meant, but. Oh, uh, in, in that particular case, uh, there was uh, a uh, so, somehow that, that that's not 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 that the the the, the that like the, the people people were killed, but the <laughs> it was I think incorrectly ascribed. Like I was super see, killed. Uh, he. He, he, his, his body language, like, you know, I'm no, I'm no body language expert, although I do testify at trials as an expert. Uh, a lot of the time. Uh, but Very like, scientifically proven the, to be yeah. like legit. Yeah. But, the, but it's just interesting how he, he like goes, he's starting like this and then he just really does get small and he's like, oh, right. This thing, um, I did a, a, a well, it's, um, what, it, huh? I didn't. He like tilts uh, his head to the side, like a dog that like you just spoke a full sentence to and the dog <laughs> right. doesn't like understand what you're saying and uh -huh. then another pause another pause and then oh I, that so when you were first talking about this like I was coming on the show I didn't know what we were gonna be talking about and I just quickly googled Elon Musk CNBC all of the top headlines I see are Elon Musk tells CNBC he's now up to six hours of sleep a night that was right. the takeaway yeah. from this convert what because yeah. the mainstream media worships yeah. billionaires and yeah. true. they and they're just waxy want, ass foreheads. They yes. just want them to be Tony Stark, real, real Tony Stark. That's it. They are there to, you know, play a role and a role that the mainstream media isn't interested in is like massive billionaire thought leader who is also a Nazi. Like they, yes. they yeah. erased and, that part of Henry Ford's story for many years. Right. You know, and also like. That's not a good ad for his mental elasticity for someone who's supposedly such a brilliant. I'm like, this guy took 13 seconds to say this reminds me of the Princess Bride. I don't yeah. know. And then know, and then folks. didn't get the right line that everybody knows. Offer me right. the thing. I don't I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. I'll tweet mind. what I want, Inigo Montoya. Yeah. Yeah. I think there was this character, a Negro Toyota. <laughs> And what he said, what, Elon? Anyway, so Emerald Boy is back at it. Uh, but yeah, well, shout out to everybody who was focused on the six hours of sleep part. Oh, my God. He needs more, apparently, because he's, yeah. he's there's a lot of a lot of, a lot uh, of gears spinning without yeah. any anything coming out. All right, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. You like to watch new stuff, right, Zygang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, 
Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. And don't miss the new season of The Kardashians, uh, starring the Kardashians, of course. And... Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the tropical Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island, and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics, in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. And we're back. Barbie, Chris, you hear that? Holy <laughs> shit. I've been waiting for this movie. <laughs> Finally. Uh, oh, I, I Margot just Robbie to... looks just like Barbie, so it's going to be great. <laughs> That's exactly like Barbie. Uh, the, I just want to bring this up because I, I myself was always like, is the Barbie girl song going to ever by Aqua ever going to be in like the Barbie movie? It just feels as a millennial, I'm like it has to be. There's only one Barbie song. The new the trailer just came that out. I've heard you do. Huh? The screaming about that. Topic. Oh, I know. You, you won't know. stop talking about it. Jack, so I remember we had to shelf a whole episode when you were on. I remember because it's all I was talking yeah. about. Like we started over because it was worth Jack it. Was like, please stop talking about fucking Barbie. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm so upset. Um, I get it. But this new this new uh, fucking trailer actually uses the track from Aqua um, in the last couple seconds. But it kind of feels like this Sonic the Hedgehog moment where like. All of the internet was like, where the fuck is Barbie Girl by Aqua and your marketing? This is bullshit. And then suddenly 
you know, the studio is just kind of like, all right, fine, let's fucking add it in case the fans just com- completely like lose it on us. Like to the <laughs> point where like one fan just like re-edited the like the previous trailer to include the song, and it was actually like way better. It like it all worked together. But it was previously reported that the movie would, in no uncertain terms, they would not be using the song. And uh, Lini Nystrom of the band speculated that it might have to it might have been because it was too on the nose for the film Uh, although i feel like everything about this film has been pretty on the nose (laughs) yeah take the layup but the whole other thing is that apparently where they tracked down Lenny nystrom (laughs) (laughs) no for comment uh i mean who's living on the side of a volcano (laughs) <laughs> Probably right next to Lini Bloomingdale's. <laughs> we caught up with Lini. We caught up with her in Sumatra on the side of her in her treehouse on the side of a volcano. <laughs> but the other reason might be because uh, back in the '90s, Mattel, the, the the makers of Barbie, they sued Aqua over the song, but they mm-hmm. lost the case. Hell so yeah. in 1997, nice. <laughs> Mattel took Aqua's Hell record label, yeah. MCA at the time, okay. shout out when MCA was a thing, uh, to court, <laughs> alleging that the song made, quote, unauthorized use of the to- uh, unauthorized use of the toy manufacturer's Barbie doll trademarks and likeness and argued that the band the brand was tarnished by lyrics that, quote, associate sexual and other unsavory themes with Mattel's Barbie products. Because, you know, there was stuff like kiss me here, touch me there, hanky panky. Uh, you can touch, you can play. I'm always yours. Make me walk, make me talk, do whatever you please. I can act like a star. I can beg on my knees. You know, all that. The band was saying that, like, it was actually about plastic surgeries and some parts were intended as sexual. But after the lawsuit, their lawyers, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Don't don't, don't talk about that. Don't say anything about the sexual shit because that's what they're suing you about. What the fuck was that? Oh, shit. My own fucking Siri just went off. Anyway, so then MCA. <laughs> hey, Siri, where can I find a doll with conservative <laughs> fine family values? <laughs> uh, and then so there was a countersuit filed by MCA Records. And they said because they said that they're, they called their, quote, alleged trademark violation a crime. And they're like, that's bullshit. Things got so fucking heated with these two lawsuits that the judge literally had to say this is a quote from the court documents, quote, the parties are advised to chill. The judge said, chill the fuck out to both fucking parties. <laughs> I just love that. That's where the judge is. You got to like, chill out. The parties are advised to chill. What year at this was moment. this? 1997. Yeah. Before 9-11, people were in a better mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't hearing <laughs> that in post 9-11. You know what I mean? People talking about chill. Like the Dude, future looks chill, bright. man. You're advised yeah. to chill, bro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I have not heard that word once since 2001. <laughs> it's been no. completely absent from the last <laughs> Well, yeah, I guess I guess yeah. it stuck around. September 10th, 2001, the last the last day of chill. Well, no, like you know, like back then it was like the this is as bad as it's gonna get. This, the future mm-hmm. looks just like it's nothing but Barbie lawsuits. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was at the time. I remember I was in law school studying Barbie law. Everything felt like it was going in the right direction. Then 9-11 happened. Mm -hmm. But both suits were eventually thrown out. And Mattel was like, you know, Mattel said they were disappointed. And MCA was like, it's a it's a victory for free speech. Uh, The band was just like, this is great publicity. But it's just funny that like like why they wouldn't include the song, because when they're saying like, oh, we don't like the sexual undertones, like because if you've seen the trailer for the, the film, like. There's a whole scene where Ken keeps talking about beaching guys off. And he's like, anyone wants to beach him off has to beach me off first. And you're like, I mean, look, you're, you're, you're embracing Gerwig, the camp. Right? Yeah, exactly. 
I keep seeing this episode. It's so annoying. You can cut it all out. I keep going. I never do that usually. Have you been doing that? I, I haven't even noticed. Oh, good, good. But I've been doing it a bunch. Yeah, I don't know. A lot why. of people. Are but gonna... anyway, Greta Gerwig. Uh huh. What? What is this going to be? What? What? Have you, has anyone ever seen Greta Gerwig's other movies? What's yeah. going to happen? Like, I mean, Barbie's going to go indie rock. Uh, Barbie actually has an existential crisis. There's after... going to be a Shin song playing during that. <laughs> so yeah, upside cut my thumb song, new slang. They're going to play that, and Barbie's going to find out she shouldn't live in her dream house and she should be like a volunteer or something. That's going to be some bullshit, man. I Greta Gerwig, this is bullshit. And also, I'm tired of people being cast in movies that look like the people. Why don't we do some casting that's interesting? So who? I, mm-hmm. You should have been Ken. Just anybody. I don't know. I like the I idea think, of like, you Samuel being Jackson. Ken. Samuel Jackson as Barbie. Sign me up. <laughs> I mean, for real. Let's do something interesting. Like get somebody who looks like Barbie. Wait, like, Chris, this is your campaign. Sam Jackson it. should be Barbie. Everybody. Sam Jackson should be Amelia Earhart. Sam Jackson should be everybody. And, and everybody should do different crazy, you know, do crazy casting. It's the, it's the end of the world. Let's do some interesting shit. Like, yeah. oh, we'll get Greta Gerwig. We'll get Greta Gerwig. Oh, Greta Gerwig, thinking outside the box, decides to get Margot Robbie because she looks like Barbie. And she talks like Barbie. It's the worst idea already. I don't want to see it. And then I know what she's going to do. Because if you saw, what was the name of that person? No, no, Nanette or something. The one who was like her other one about the lady who had a nervous breakdown and ended up being a ballet instructor. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> that movie that she Liquor's did. Liquor's Pizza. Called, <laughs> I don't no, know No, it's called Liquor's Pizza, the Tangerine Monkey. I hate that movie. So, uh, <laughs> the um, no, the movie that she did last time about the woman who had a nervous breakdown. It's called, like, On the Edge or, like, Greta Gerwig Goes Crazy. <laughs> What's it called? The last one she did. The last one she did was, hmm, as a writer? About that herself, she played herself, or was it Noah Baumbach's? Was that Noah Baumbach's movie? I don't know, dude. The movie that about the woman—it's called like Parakeet Williams or something. It's like it's it's, it's her. She plays a white lady who has a nervous breakdown and is saved by like she becomes a ballet dancer or something. It doesn't matter. I would have it's seen Parakeet quirky, Williams. It's going to be like okay. Amelie. It's going to be like Amelie. All the movies I've seen by Greta Gerwig are some variation on Amelie, which is where some like weird girls like accidentally stumbles into a, a twee existence. And that's what's going to happen to Barbie. She's ended up working at a record store and there's going to play that Shin song. <laughs> All right. I love that. The Shins were also Prediction. sued by Mattel, by the way. <laughs> right. <laughs> it has been presaged by none other than Chris Crofton. You have heard it here first, folks. Chris, thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Zeitgeist today, man. I appreciate <laughs> it. You have... I can't believe I had to exit on that absurd me trying to remember the name of that movie. But okay, hey, Parakeet you. Williams sounds... Look, I, I'm I'm notoriously behind on movies, but I love Parakeet Williams. Oh, Francis Ha is what Victor That's said. it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Parakeet it. Williams. It's about a That's lady That's from who's 2012. Like, that was so long ago. I was like, oh, wait, what? Uh, Her last oh, no. Week. I'm going to turn my mic off. <laughs> hey, shout out Parakeet Williams, though. That's, oh, my God. Oh, my oh I God. just love it. Please, uh, someone, please, uh, someone prompt chat GPT to write the script for Parakeet Williams, whatever that, whatever that film is. All right. That's going to do it for this week's weekly zeitgeist. Please like and review the show if you like the show. Uh, means the world to Miles. He, he needs your validation, folks. Uh, I hope you're having a great weekend and I will talk to you Monday. Bye. 
Here's something you might not know about wireless. Sometimes what you see isn't what you get. But with Visible, what you see is what you get. Switch to Visible, the wireless company that makes wireless visible. Get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Just $25 per month, taxes and fees included. Switch now at Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side.